0: Hi everybody, welcome to episode 12 of the My Little Eater podcast. So today we're talking about feeding schedules for babies 6 to 12 months of age. So hands down, probably one of the most common questions I get around feeding babies is when do I feed them? Like when do I fit in all these meals? How many meals? How often do I feed them? And how do they like actually fit in with milk feedings throughout the day? Seriously, every week on Instagram these questions keep coming in and I think it's so confusing for parents because typically answers to these are so dependent on obviously everyone's individual baby's sleep schedules and how many meals they're eating already at the time, how much practice they need eating, and also how many nursing or milk feedings they're getting. That being said, there are some guidelines that you can follow that I'm going to give you today that will provide you with a general timeline and will help you understand how to help your baby work up an appetite for solids while still ensuring that they get enough milk in each day. Now before I begin, I want to let you know that I have gone ahead and created a free handout for you with all of the feeding schedules, so some sample feeding schedules for babies 6 to 12 months of age that you can download and have on hand anytime you need to refer to them because it's going to be a little bit tricky remembering all the numbers and the schedules and the timelines that I talked to you about in today's episode. So that's why I've just made it easier for you and I've created this download, this freebie, so that you don't have to sit there taking notes or rehearsing rehearse or memorize all of this stuff in your head so remember to head over to the show notes click on the link to download the freebie you definitely will not regret that okay so let's get started I want to start off by saying that the schedules that I talk about today are definitely guidelines and they're not rules that you have to adhere to so your baby schedule might slightly differ from the schedules that I'm about to talk about and that's totally okay in fact that's what I expect Every single baby and every single family is different, and you're going to have to adjust based on your baby's needs. Second of all, even your set schedules might change on occasion due to like a gazillion and one circumstances. What's important is that you just try and keep things routine and be fairly consistent with how far apart you space meals and milk feedings, while still allowing for some flexibility when it's required. After all, you are still going to largely use your baby's hunger and fullness cues to determine if you need to change the timing of a meal or a milk feeding. You also may have times where meals might be slightly delayed or maybe nap schedules were thrown off. But all in all, just use your judgment and aim for consistency whenever possible. General routines and schedules are though really important when feeding babies because otherwise, not only do you run the risk of overfeeding them or having a hangry baby on your hands, but also the ability to come to the table with a slight bit of hunger leads to acceptance of solid food meals. No baby is going to take to solids, especially not new ones who are just learning, when they're too full and uninterested or when they're so hungry that They just can't concentrate or be patient enough to learn this new challenging task okay so now i want to go through a little bit of the relationship between solid foods and milk feedings during the first year of life because this is a point of confusion for a lot of parents and i think it's important we understand this before we get into the actual schedules so before six months of age breast milk is it right i hope everyone knows breast milk is it or formula you know it does the job it's perfect now after six months of age Iron stores that your baby has built up through the nine months being in your womb start to actually deplete. So from a nutritional standpoint, we want to start to introduce supplementary forms of iron through food. This is going to be super important. Now, they will still get the majority of their nutrition from milk in the first few months after starting solids, but there is going to be a need to begin introducing those solids, particularly high iron foods, right around this time so that by the time they get their internal stores completely depleted, then they're able to consume enough of these higher iron foods from the diet to support their needs. Now, from a developmental standpoint, they need to start practicing on solids at around six months of age, or again, when they show all of the developmental signs of readiness, and we do not want to skip over this practice just because nutritionally, milk is covering most of their needs. They need practice with solids to develop their oral motor skills. So think of skills like lip closure around a spoon, or the ability to tip food with their tongue from the front to the back of their mouth, learning how to move their jaw in an up and down motion, moving food side to side, how to chew in a circular motion, not to mention safe swallowing and more. So practicing this too late can lead to issues down the road with underdeveloped skills and yes, it results in picky eating. So basically at around six months, the introduction of solid foods and not just that, but the introduction of a variety of flavors and textures, that's what gives them this practice and the nutrition that they need in addition to the milk they get now naturally the more exposure they have to solid foods as the months go on the more they're going to start to gain the skills they need to be competent and healthy eaters by one year of age that's the goal it's going to be natural for your baby though to require less and less milk as those months go on in year one and this is not a bad thing Although again, we still want them drinking a minimum amount of milk to ensure that they get the hydration, they need the maximum nutritional benefits from breast milk, which I'm going to talk about in a second in terms of what those minimum amounts of milk are and you're going to be able to find that information in the freebie download as well. Now, I'm going to show you through the schedules that I'm going to lay out today what the natural progression looks like with adding meals and snacks into your baby's schedule. Now, your baby may add meals and snacks a little earlier or some a little bit later, but generally, you do want to follow these guidelines within about a month before or after what I recommend here. Because that's how you advance and keep your baby progressing. Now these schedules are also based off of the World Health Organization's recommendations for timelines. And it's backed by a lot of research on nutrient needs of babies, nutrient deficiencies, skill development that babies need to go through, and more. Okay, so one more thing. It's always going to be easier to feed maybe more meals than your baby might need by a certain age and then, you know, if you find that they're not drinking enough milk, you can go ahead and decrease the number of meals and snacks that you're offering. It's easier doing that than it is to actually not offer enough opportunities to eat solids and then scramble to try and catch your baby up to skillfully eating solids because they've already missed that window of opportunity for easy learning. Because skipping over solid foods and finger foods and introducing a variety of textures so that they get practice and skills by a certain age, that can't be reversed. So it's Easier to take away meals than miss the opportunity to add meals into your schedule later. So, always remember that. So, with that being said, let's go through some sample guideline schedules. All right, so at six to seven months of age, we want to start your baby off with one to two meals a day. Now I personally recommend starting off with one and especially if you see that they aren't getting better at it in a few weeks, go ahead and introduce a second meal because generally speaking, the less your baby gets a hang of it, the more learning opportunities that we want to offer for them to practice. Now keep in mind that most babies do not get the hang of it, especially not if they're starting with varied finger foods right off the bat. It can take some time, you know, a few weeks to even a couple months for some babies for them to really get better at eating, so don't stress and don't don't think that your baby's not normal. Also, don't think to yourself, well, you know, they're barely eating now, so there's no point in offering meals. Nah. Again, that only means that we want to give them more opportunities in a positive environment to learn how to eat, so that by the time they really do need to be making up more of their nutritional needs from solid foods, they've gotten skilled enough that they can actually do that. Now another question I inevitably get is well is there a better meal to start them off with than another one and the answer to that's no so you don't have to choose a specific meal like breakfast or you know lunch it's not going to be better than supper supper's not going to be better than either of the other two meals all I want you to do is just pick a time of day when you can actually sit and eat with your baby that's going to be important for teaching them and you know that your baby has a bit of an appetite so I recommend spacing solid food meals out about 30 minutes to an hour after a milk feeding sometimes you may be able to stretch it to an hour and a half if your baby is still not showing hunger signs for solid foods but you don't want to wait too long after a milk feeding to offer solids because then they can get a little too hungry or cranky and where they're just learning how to eat solids and we know that takes patience and a lot of concentration. They're going to be too frustrated and not in a great state of mind to learn how to eat. So offer solids about 30 to I'm going to say 90 minutes after a milk feeding and play around with what time works best for your baby and your schedule. Now you also do not have to choose to to offer solid foods at the same time or that same meal every single day. So you can definitely offer breakfast one day and then maybe, you know, the next day you're offering lunch and then maybe you're offering supper the day after that. That stuff doesn't really matter. What matters the most at this point is just that they get that opportunity to practice once to twice a day, not the time of day at which they get it. But Just be careful of the trap of offering it one day and then skipping a few days and then offering it again when you think of it or come around to it. So we really want to try and stay consistent with it, build up that routine and make the practice with solid foods an actual thing. Okay, so let's move into the eight to nine months age range. That's when you can bump up their meals to three meals per day. So by this age, we want to see that they've had enough experience and have developed enough skills that they can take in more calories from solid foods and that they have experience eating ideally a variety of textured foods and finger foods. Now if you've taken my baby lead feeding course, you know that I am not a stickler nor do I you know, prefer that your baby starts off with purees versus finger foods. The whole premise of the course is that you move your baby up in textures once you see they can safely handle the texture level they're currently at and that you're continually challenging them. So even if you've started your baby off with purees right from the beginning that's fine but by this point I like to see every single baby is at least being regularly offered and is experimenting with finger foods and I'll tell you why because there is research out there that shows that babies who have not been introduced to lumpy and more challenging textures by 10 months, they are at a greater risk for picky eating and feeding problems at age seven compared to those babies who were fed a lot of variety in textures between six and nine months of age. So that's why I stress a lot about advancing your baby in textures. Even if you started on purees, move them along swiftly. Once they've shown they've mastered a previous texture. Okay. So as a recap, by nine months, you're going to want to introduce three meals a day. So we've got breakfast, lunch, and supper, and we'll continue practicing with this. Now, between 10 to 12 months of age, you have a little bit of flexibility with whether or not you want to offer a snack. Now, do babies need solid food snacks from a nutritional perspective if they're eating three meals a day and they're breastfeeding or formula feeding in between? No. But if you find that your baby is either still needing more practice with solids, Or, you know, they're having enough milk to meet their minimum suggested requirements and they just love and really enjoy food, go for it. There's nothing wrong with it if it's not displacing milk requirements. So you can go ahead and add in one snack a day, maybe at around that 10 to 11 months of age. And then by 12 months of age, you can go ahead and add in that second snack. At that point, they're gonna be eating basically on a schedule the same way that we would be eating. So we've got three meals a day, we've got two snacks happening. And, you know, the transition may take a little bit longer if it's not right at 12 months you can be flexible with when you add in that second snack but generally speaking I'd like to see them getting all of those feeding opportunities in okay so I have already mentioned a few times that there are minimum suggested milk requirements for babies by age so now what I'm gonna do is review those with you so that you might know when to drop a meal if you need to make room for more milk if they're not meeting those minimum requirements so between six to nine months of age, your baby should have around 24 to 32 ounces of milk. That's a minimum if you have a little bit more, no big deal, but that's kind of the minimum amount that we want to see. Now by 10 to 11 months of age, it actually drops down to 16 to 24 ounces again as a minimum, depending on how much solid food you're offering and the general size of your baby's appetite and how many calories they need. Remember. Babies regulate their appetites like experts, so all you can do is offer your milk and your solid foods at appropriate frequencies throughout the day and then let them do the rest. Don't stress too much about the numbers, but just keep them in mind when you're looking at hmm, what do I adjust and if you think that maybe dropping an unnecessary meal or snack opportunity might help your baby with drinking more milk if they're not meeting those minimum suggested requirements. Now, here's the kicker. By 12 months of age and on, right? So one year and up, your baby no longer needs milk as a crucial part of their nutrition. It's still beneficial. It's still amazing, especially if it's breast milk. But they can now hopefully eat well enough to get all of their nutritional needs through food. So even things like calcium and fat and all the things that we used to rely on milk for, they can now be obtained through foods, particularly if they're eating other dairy products in the diet like cheese and yogurt. That being said, milk is a very convenient source of these nutrients. So that's why, especially for toddlers, we recommend it and why it's such a big part of their diets because we all know how finicky and picky toddlers start to become with their food and how much they actually eat. So it becomes a little bit of like an insurance policy for their nutrition. But if you're sitting there worried when your baby is 12 months old about how much milk your baby's getting, and especially in relation to solids, I just want to let you know there's technically no lower limit as it really just depends on the overall diet. But there is an upper limit. So that upper limit is 16 ounces a day. Now, you can stretch it to 24 ounces a day, especially if they're still under 18 months of age. But honestly, from all the experience I've had with the issues that come up for parents with toddlers and eating, milk starts to become more of a displacement for other very important calories and nutrients that they need from food at that point. And it can become a little bit of a crutch where they forgo solid food meals for milk. So if anything, just be aware of that upper limit of milk being 16 ounces a day. And so where we have that upper limit is just one more reason to have that goal of having your baby eat three meals a day well enough by this age and to start adding in those real food snacks if you haven't already. Okay, so now that we have gone through all that, let's go through some sample schedules for a six to seven month old an eight to nine month old and a 10 to 12 month old okay starting with the six to seven month old so remembering at this age we're offering one to two meals a day they're likely having six to eight milk feedings you know scattered throughout the day total amount of milk is going to be at least 24 ounces is our goal and generally speaking again if you're following hunger cues Usually, this means milk feedings are about every two and a half to three and a half hours. And then remembering my advice about offering solids about 30 minutes to maybe 90 minutes after that milk feeding. So here's what that practically looks like throughout the day. Let's say your baby wakes up around 6.30 or 7 a.m. They wake up, you change the diaper, you offer them a milk feeding. Awesome. Then maybe around 7.30 or 8.30 a.m., you offer a breakfast. This could be their one solid food meal a day. Then 9 or 9:30 9 a.m. they take a nap. 10 or 10:30 10 a.m. they wake up, you offer them a milk feeding. Then a couple hours later, probably 12:30 to 1, you can offer them a milk feeding again, assuming you're listening to their hunger cues. Half an hour later, maybe they have a nap. Okay. They go down for a nap, maybe it's like 1 or 1:30 1 at this time. Then 2 30 or 3 30, they wake up, depending on how long their nap was, you can offer them a milk feeding. Then they're probably gonna get hungry again. So around 5 to 5 30 p.m., offer them a milk feeding. And then half an hour to an hour after that, we offer supper if you're doing a second meal in that day. So after they've had supper, Maybe 7.30 or 8 p.m. They have another milk feed and then bedtime routine and they're off to bed for the night. So that is an example schedule for a 6 to 7 month old. Now for an 8 to 9 month old, basically the change here is that we are moving them up to 3 meals a day and you know milk feedings may decrease as you see that happening. So they may be having about 4 to 6 milk feedings versus 6 to 8 at this point in time. But know that every baby is going to be different with this. So... Basically, I'm not going to go through the whole schedule again on here, but what you're going to do is you're going to go ahead and replace the milk feeding that was offered at lunch with the previous schedule I just said, and you're just going to replace that with solid food. So thinking about 10 or 10.30 10 a.m. they had a milk feeding, 11.30 or 12 or 12.30, 12 then you offer solid foods for lunch and then maybe half an hour later, an hour later, you offer them a milk feeding again and then they go down for their nap around 1, one thirty, something like that. Okay, now moving on to 10 to 12 months of age. So at this point, we want to see three meals a day, one snack, and then probably by 12 months of age, we're adding in that second snack. So you may see milk feedings have naturally decreased as they've learned to eat more calories from solid foods. So they're probably getting maybe three to five milk feedings happening throughout the day. The total amount of milk that they actually need is 16 to 24 ounces a day, okay? So here's what this looks like. 6.30 or 7 a.m., they wake up, milk feeding. 7.30 or 8.30 a.m., offer them solid foods for breakfast. Around 9, 9.30 a.m., they go down for a nap. 10 or 10 30 a.m they wake up and they actually have a solid food snack instead of a milk feeding but then you can offer them an optional milk feeding if you want as a top up around 10 30 or 11 and then maybe an hour and a half later something like that around 12 30 or 1 they are having solid foods for lunch then they go down for a nap after lunch maybe that's 1 or 1:30. around 2 30 or 3 30 they wake up you have a milk feeding Then 5 or 5.30, you can give them an optional milk feeding if you like. And then around 6 or 6.30 p.m., they have some supper, solid food supper. And then 7.30 or 8 p.m., you can offer another milk feeding. And then bedtime routine and off to bed. So that is with one snack in. If you wanted to add that second snack at 12 months, just go ahead and replace that afternoon milk feeding, the one that I mentioned around 2.30 or 3.30, and replace that with a solid food snack. So I hope that wasn't too confusing listening to it. I do want to say that if you reach a point where your baby still doesn't have an appetite for three meals a day, or if you find that they're forgoing solid foods for milk by 12 months of age, you can experiment with either offering solids before milk instead of after, Or what you can do is decide if you want to place some limits around the number of nursing sessions, such as maybe just sticking to early morning and late evening nursing sessions, for example, and giving your baby more of an opportunity to increase their appetite for solids food. And again, I'm talking about for babies at 12 months of age if they haven't already reached the point where they want to be eating three meals a day. So that was a lot, but I really, really hope that helped you. I hope you're feeling like, Okay, I know I have a general plan. Again, remember to download that freebie that I have for you in the show notes with all of this information. And if you are struggling with knowing what to offer, how to offer, especially finger foods and what the rules are, you know, quote unquote rules around nutrition for your baby are, my Baby led Feeding online course is what you need. So this online course is going to help your baby progress from purees to finger foods swiftly and advance in the self-feeding skills that they need over that 6-12 to month period while maximizing nutrition and raising an adventurous eater. So check that out if you are looking for more information. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please leave a rating and review. It means the world to me. And I will talk to you next week.